Welcome to Wisecracks Radio Hour. Our story begins in the fall of 2017. Doctors Charles Lindsay and Wagner Rourke were working on an experiment in their subatomic quantum laboratory late one night as a powerful storm rolled through their town. A bolt of lightning struck their lab and caused an accident that sent them back in time to the year 1947. They awoke to find themselves in a recording studio housed in a radio station, the same building that would one day be their scientific laboratory. The station manager found them and mistakenly thought that they were the janitorial crew, putting them to work immediately. The doctors didn't argue and soon had enough money to rent a small apartment. Let's join them now at the radio station and see how they're getting along. Morning, Chuck. How was your night? Oh, man, I didn't sleep much. Yeah, me neither. Let's grab some coffee and get to the studio. I sure could use some Starbucks right now, but I guess we're just going to have to do with the break room swill. It's like tar. Say, you two, how's the duplication process going, eh? Uh, good, Mr. Brambles. I think we're getting the hang of it. That's just swell, I tell you. Swell. Now hurry up and get downstairs to get to work. Scram! Uh, we're on our way, boss. Uh, just stopped to get some coffee. <laughs> well, make it snappy. We gotta get these stories ready. I mean, fast. What's the hurry, I wonder? I mean, there's hundreds of reels in Studio 6. If we worked on them 24-7, it would still take years. Well, he's the boss. I guess he thinks he has to be bossy. All right, here we are. Yep, Studio 6. Say, why do you suppose people don't like coming down here? What happened to start all those rumors about it being haunted and everything? Who knows? People are strange. Well, what's our first show today? Uh, let's see. Here it is. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. Might be fun. Nice. Cremel Hair Tonic and Cremel Shampoo present the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Starring Nigel Bruce as Dr. Watson and Tom Conway as Sherlock Holmes. Pet detective. Now let's drop in on Sherlock Holmes' friend and ours, Dr. Watson. Good evening, Dr. Watson. Good evening, Mr. Bell. Here you are. Come and sit down. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Would you join me in a glass of port? We'll have to check better. with the Port Authority I'm first. I'm myself against the horrors of the story you promised us for this evening. The adventure of the Iron Maiden, oh, you called. bring your well, daughter yes, to no. the slaughter. For your last visit of the season, I promised you one of our most macabre adventures. Macabre not. And as soon as we've had a word with our listeners, I'll tell you about the Iron Maiden, or she was known in Nuremberg, the Eisner Jungfrau. No, I prefer Iron Maiden, thank you. Men, that on hot the summer thing. days, does your hair get out of hand and look dry, wild, and unruly? After a swim, does it feel sticky and stringy, though matted and tangled? After a swim in the and Hudson, remember, it does. Cremel hair tonic keeps dry, wild, sun-baked hair looking perfectly groomed throughout the hottest, stickiest day. As if your barber had just combed it. Don't touch the hair. You see, Cremel contains a special combination of hair grooming ingredients, which is found in no other hair tonic. This wonderful, natural-looking hairdressing has just enough light oil to keep hair neatly groomed with an attractive, healthy-looking luster. Yet Kreml never leaves the hair looking or feeling greasy or sticky. Only burns a little. Kreml always looks and feels so clean on both hair and scalp. It leaves the scalp feeling so cool, refreshed, and alive. It's alive! So make Kreml a daily must this summer for that handsome, clean-cut look from morning till night. K R E M L. My hair tonic has a first K R E M L. 
Now, Dr. Watson, I'm sure we're all as anxious as I am to hear the strange story of the Iron Maiden. Well, it was just before the turn of the century, and Holmes and I had brought to a successful completion the most delicate mission for the reigning family of Saxony. We were spending a day of relaxation in the picturesque old German town of Nuremberg, preparatory to a leisurely trip on the Rhine, and then back to England. trip on the Rhine. As we were getting up from breakfast in our rooms in the hotel... Holmes said, wonderful weather, Watson. And I see you're admiring the excellent view of this quaint old town from our window. Keeping well, Tom. Well, the view's all right. You don't sound very enthusiastic. Uh, not... Neither would you if someone was uh, you know, watching you all the time. Trouble with Germany is, Holmes. Trouble no. with Germany is that whole Hitler thing. The Germans. <laughs> hmm? That's the waiter. Come in, come in, come in. If I had the honor of addressing Mr. Sherlock He's already Holmes in London, England. Uh, this is Mr. Sherlock Holmes, sir. My name is Watson. Dr. Watson. Watson, uh, Dr. Watson. Yeah, Mr. Holmes, so celebrated colleague. Celebrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, permit me that I introduce myself, gentlemen. My name is Ferdinand Langer. Yes, Mr. Langer. Uh, my friend, the chief porter of this hotel, told me of your arrival. And I have come to, to beg of you if... Perhaps you can help me with my so difficult problem. We gave it the office. The police, Mr. Langer, I fear that I shall be unable to assist you. I have no uh, official standing here. And besides, Dr. Watson and I will be leaving tomorrow. Oh, the police. To the police I have been, Mr. Holmes. At me they laugh. I I am, uh, how do you say, uh, chief keeper of the (laughs) Prince Egegert. Funny guy, eh? The five tower of the castle of Nuremberg. You have heard of it? Of course. And of its famous torture museum. Ooh, like the uh, Louvre. Torture museum. Sounds distinctly unpleasant. For 35 years now I work in the tower. In the last 18 years I am chief keeper. All this time there is never a complaint about me. But now, these last few weeks, the letters have started Death to come. Leopard? Nice. Each one with more awful threatenings. Threats, Mr. Langer? Threats of what? That's I the I am getting. That I should resign my position. That if I do not... Something terrible will happen. Nickelback. Here, here's the latest for yourself. You shall see, Mr. Holmes. Ah, yes. Hmm. If my knowledge of German serves me, vague threats. Nothing specific, quite a typical letter. Uh, From the irregularity of the handwriting, Mr. Langer, the slanting lines and certain other definite characteristics, I'd say that the writer of this letter is definitely unbalanced. So's my ex-wife. You mean mad, Holmes? Yes, Uh, anger is all good out. But most definitely abnormal. Your mom's abnormal. And from the fact Abby that normal. are evidently designed to make you resign your position, Mr. Langer, I deduce that the author of them must be connected in some way with the affairs of the tower. Have you any suspicions? The butler. Uh, in the study. With a rope. Yes, I do not like to say, Mr. Holmes. But there is a young man, my assistant, Heinrich Schiller, who but waits to step into my shoes. He even presumes to pay court to my daughter Elsa. Pay court? Oh, well, well, like admission well, well, fees? Very young ones, Mr. Langer. Oh, my daughter, I have better things in mind than this insolent young man. Well. So, you too, Mr. Holmes, think Heinrich wrote these letters? You think I should have him arrested or dismissed? Promoted. I think you'll require more evidence than a mere guest, Dr. Langer. But how shall I get it? Pay Well, perhaps we might combine business with pleasure. What do you say, Watson? Suppose we have Mr. Langer show us through Nuremberg's most famous site, the Five-Cornered Tower. Oh, that's the Louvre. Isn't that in East Nashville? It was. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. 
are, gentlemen. If you will just follow me through this gate here. This way, gentlemen. Uh, just a moment, my man. Are you in charge here? Yes, ah, buzz off, dame. Then why are these people being admitted to the tower? Because they have season passes. My friend Simpson and I are kept standing about and demand... demand. Oh, stop your whining. Oh, do please be careful, Amelia. It isn't as though we were home. Nothing. I insist upon knowing. Well, I'm if you sorry, must know, madam, we but pay costs. The tower is not open for visitors until 11 each morning. As you will find if you're Baydecker, you will consult. And it is now but 10 o'clock. Then why are these two men being admitted? Because uh, they're not whining. Because... Uh, no excuses. I'm English, my man. And in England, we believe in fair play. No favoritism. No, I'm don't sure, either, I know that you have no objections to showing these two charming ladies through the tower with us. Yeah, of baby. Of course, Mr. Holmes, if you say... So. I do indeed. Thank you very much, sir. Just what I should expect from a fellow British oh, Come on, about the same, eh? After you, ladies. Lead the way, Mr. Langer. Now the Lennon sisters with a number about boyhood. The one and the two and the three. Oh, the bubbles. At this point, in the very center of the castle, we are. Cut from out of the solid rock built by the prisoners from 1253 till 60 years later. 1253. Victoria, make a note of that. Noted. What in heaven's name is that black pit yawning in the center over there? Tifa Brunen. Have you seen any mirror wind. there? Lean over and listen while I drop a stone. <laughs> Did he say lean over and listen while I drop a stone? Light a match, Charlie. Oh, it must be almost bottomless. The girl that was almost bottomless. Feet, I'd say. You have That's been here before, Mr. Holmes. No, I merely counted the interval from the time you dropped the stone until the splash. Oh, Amelia, down that corridor, look. That gigantic shadow. It's getting nearer. Oh, no, 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 no. Control yourself, madam. It's merely somebody approaching with a torch. Oh, the Olympics must uh, be in town. Good morning, Herr Langer. I did not know you were showing a party so, so early. Party it's like it's 1899. Yes, sir. Here are the dungeon cells. Where we're kept the prisoners. Forced to listen to Nickelback. Nothing but damp stone. Damp stone looks more like wet rock. Just what I should expect of foreigners. Oh, foreigners must be opening for Iron Maiden. The torture. Oh, yay, goodie. What are all those strange objects? Oh, at least there's a couch for the poor prisoners. Uh, Hardly that, I fear. That um, wheel-like object at the head of it proclaims its true purpose. This was the rack. And an ice rack, too. They would tie the victim, and with the wheel, they would stretch and stretch and stretch his limbs until his bones cracked. Oh, how awful. Oh, no, it's funny. Kids love it. Pleasant idea, I must say. What's that iron collar thing up up there? Uh, Safety first. Fits into that larger iron frame, which over there you may see. Around the neck of a prisoner, it was snapped and locked, so that the unfortunate man neither sit nor lie down nor sleep could. Oh, he could if he had a mop pillow. Well, there is the boot, the iron frame in which a prisoner's leg was slowly crushed, and the braziers for melting lead and heating tongs and pincers. They are all here. Ooh, packaged steel. uh, that large iron affair beneath the embrasure, that, Mr. Langer, I assume to be a famous Iron Maiden. The Iron Maiden? 
It looked just like a statue. No, that's Ozzy. I, I consider it a very beautiful one. Oh, it don't be rude. Statue, He's old. Madam, but the hollow one. <laughs> and for good reason. I, I think I'd rather not hear about it. Victoria. Can you keep a secret? Keep up a lip. The two halves of the statue swing open. And within are many iron spikes, as in the moment you will see. Into it was placed the victim, and slowly, slowly the door upon him was closed. The maiden's kiss. Oh, man, we got Iron Maiden kiss, Ozzy, and Foreigner. What a festival. A most graphic description, Mr. Langer. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, perhaps one of the ladies would like to open the statue. It's not my bag, baby. baby. Oh, no, not I. Nonsense, Victoria. The ghosts of prisoners who have been dead for 500 years Ooh. can't hurt you. It's the fresh ones you uh, got to yeah. worry about. Uh, Mr. Guide, I'll open it. Good. You lift this bar here, so, and then pull open my finger. this handle. Uh, it, it works rather stiffly. There. Now it's opening. Ah. Good heavens. Oh, Miss Yakamoto, you're beautiful. Whatever woman. No, don't touch her. Mr. Holmes, the letters, something horrible they spoke of. Now it has happened. It's unbelievable. Inconceivable. Chill out. Take these two ladies out into the air. It's not my bag, baby. Chin up. Lean on me if you like. Lean on me. I must say, Holmes, that's about as nasty a sight as I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, watch this. Mr. Langer. Do you recognize this woman? <laughs> Never saw her before. What time yesterday did the last visitors go through? You see, Miss Close from six o'clock on, Miss That's uh, then not the what body I asked. of this unfortunate young woman must have been placed here between that time last night and the present moment. Yeah. Present, present time, time. present like time. I understand. Now no, the police have joined the line. Where do I get tickets? The police will have to listen. Undoubtedly. Rocks and you would best send for them at once. Dr. Watson and I will be leaving Nuremberg tomorrow morning. And the authorities will no doubt wish to take our statements. Immediately, I shall send for them. We shall wait here for their arrival. Oh, this scandal. It will wreck the museum. Uh, Mr. Holmes, you have seen Heinrich. The German death metal what band. What is so terrible a thing have done? That, Mr. Langer, is a question we're best leave to the police. Yeah, I still don't know what to do. A curious problem, Watson. The solution is, of course, obvious. Solution? This murder, you mean? Murder? There's been no murder, Watson. What do you mean, Holmes? Mm. The corpse literally staring us in the face from inside that revolting iron statue. If you will examine the corpse for a moment, my dear Watson, you'll notice that it exhibits no signs whatsoever of rigor. But, but you, you do. do. Sure of you. You're right. But what on earth does it mean? Simply that this poor woman was dead long before her body was put into the Iron Maiden. I've no doubt that the police will quickly be able to establish that a corpse is missing from the morgue or one of the local hospitals. But Holmes, what can be the purpose of so fiendish and so horrible a plot? I hardly expect you to tell me it's merely a practical joke. Just well, kidding. Madness lay at the bottom of those letters that Langer showed us. And madness placed this body within the statue. But the difficulty, Watson, will be to reveal the madman behind these The madman? We should ask Ozzy. He's got the diary. Dear diary, I'm going off the rails on the crazy train. In just a moment, we'll rejoin Sherlock Holmes as he endeavors to solve the mystery of the Iron Maiden. Men, on hot, sticky summer days, your hair needs extra special care. No, but my feet And when do. you buy a hair tonic, why not buy one that does lots more than just keep hair looking handsome? Why not get your money's worth and buy Kremel hair tonic? Only burns a little. Hair tonic keeps the hair more neatly groomed and attractive looking. 
Cremel gives hair such a handsome, clean-cut appearance. It keeps the hair perfectly groomed throughout the hottest, stickiest day. It never looks a field greasy or sticky. In addition, Cremel is simply great to lubricate a dry scalp. At the same time, it removes itchy, in, uh, loose dandruff and leaves the scalp feeling so clean, Maybe. refreshed, and alive. No wonder the Cremel is store. preferred among America's most prosperous men. Buy a bottle of Cremel at any drug counter. Ask for an application at your barbershop. Use yeah, this highly high. specialized hair tonic daily for better groomed hair and more hygienic scalp. K-R-E-M-L. M-N-O-P. Cremel hair tonic. Now, Dr. Watson... What did Sherlock Holmes do to uncover the madman behind the strange deed in the five-cornered tower of Nuremberg? Well, by the time the police had finished with us, it was late in the afternoon. Considerably shaken Not by the stirred. events of the day, we returned to our hotel where the two ladies who had spent so grim a morning with us were also stopping. Mm -hmm. After a tub and a whiskey and soda, I don't know which was more welcome, I came back into our room to find Holmes in conversation with young Heinrich Schiller. Anything I can do, Mr. Holmes, I will. I know that the police suspect me of these letters. And how can I prove that I did not write them? Elsa's father shows clearly that he thinks it is I behind all this horror. If you like will carry out my instructions, Friday. Mr. Schiller, I think we may succeed in clearing up this matter this evening. Have and clear out the garbage Holmes. while you're at it, if would you? only you can remove the shadow that hangs remove over the shadow, Elsa try and a my and uh, now goodbye. Until later. Goodbye, gentlemen. Goodbye. Good day, sir. Hmm. That young fellow looks as though he was at his wit's end. If the police, the father of the girl you loved, and even the girl herself suspected you of being an anonymous letter writer with a latent streak of insanity, I'd uh, greatly doubt that even you could maintain your usual poise. Possibly. But I wouldn't write anonymous letters or put corpses in Iron Maiden. I'd put I'd them in the not. racks. Nice ones. Uh, I'm ready to do to do good justice to a great dinner, and then a good night's sleep before we start our trip down the Rhine tomorrow. I hope that the dinner will be good, but I'm sorry to tell you that your chances of a good night's sleep look extremely poor. Oh, huh? why? Because Van Halen just checked into the room next evening, door. You and I must be securely hidden in the torture room of the castle. Uh, that's not my bad, mm -hmm. Quite. And before we dine, I'd be obliged if you would unpack your service revolver and make certain that it's loaded. As you are. We may well be depending upon you before the night is out. It was loaded Just before I unpacked it. Where are you off to? I'm going downstairs to see Miss Atterbury. I'll meet you in the dining room. That grim-faced old trout. Well, don't tell me you're going to ask her and that mousy little companion of hers to, to dine with us. Not at all, my dear fellow. I want Miss Atterbury's assistance in baiting a trap. There's a venomous beaver loose in the pantry. Sir, gee, Wally. Sorry about that. I had no idea. I didn't mean to get into the Triscuits. So there, Miss Atterbury, you have a frank statement of Stop my Stop calling me frank. I understand, Mr. Holmes. The difficulty, you see, is that although the man in question is uh, undoubtedly as mad as a hatter, there's no way in the world by which I can prove it. And uh, what I fear is that... Uh, Having begun with threatening letters and uh, graduated to stolen bodies, his mania may have oh, the time break out in an even more violent form. Oh, Mr. Holmes, you don't mean murder. Red don't Rob. be idiotic, Victoria. Idiot. Of course, Mr. Holmes means murder. Oh, don't. If you are willing to take the risk, Miss Atterbury, it is my belief that uh, a sudden and violent shock may serve to bring his madness into the open. But uh, I'll not disguise from you the fact that although Dr. Watson and I will take every precaution... 
you may still be running a considerable personal risk. Don't do it, Amelia. This is no concern of yours. Think what the dear vicar would say. Oh, the vicar in a tutu? The vicar would probably faint. I, however, am made of sterner stuff. Teflon. Mr. Holmes? Nothing sticks. I shall be glad to assist you to the best of my ability. Capital. Then I shall see you at about 11 o'clock tonight, Miss Atterbury. Although, uh, you will not see us. Every move you make, I'll be watching. I wonder if the police are going to have that in their set list for this festival. be like midnight. Hmm. It's only 11 o'clock, Holmes. Oh. I feel as though we've been here most of the night. Well, we got here at Cold four. The dampness of this infernal torture chamber is like a breath from a tomb. Oh, got a minute. I only hope, Watson, that my estimate of our man's psychology has been accurate. I'd hate to think that I'd put Miss Atterbury into jeopardy unnecessarily. You lost on jeopardy. The female would take care of herself if she were charged by a mad elephant. Nothing wrong with her courage, though. There are not many women who... What? You mean that what? Yes, yes, yes. I hear them. Now you understand why I point the hour of 11. The moon has risen and enough of her light comes through that narrow embrasure so that you can shoot straight if the need arises. I have my revolver ready, Holmes. Favorite That's a good one. Once in this room, we shan't be able to make the slightest sound. Are you sure, Miss Atterbury, that no one knows about this visit? No. I made a point of telling nobody. Oh. Mrs. Nobody. Only because you have shown such great interest and been so understanding, would I, through the tower, show you at night when the museum is closed? It's too good of you, my dear Mr. Langner. And I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Uh, but I did so want to see it by moonlight. Uh, when I get back to England, I know I shall be the envy of all my friends. Why, did you get some dinner work done here? It's the spirit you show to the memories of the old days that I bring you here now. It is best at night. Because you can't see anything. Those who once screamed aloud in this room, almost you imagine... That in the moonlight, you can see them. <laughs> and hear them. Oh, really, Mr. Langer, you have the most remarkable ability for summoning up the ghosts of the past. When I think of what this room must have known, it makes the cold shivers run down my spine. And the warm fuzzies in my it heart. because you have the imagination that you so feel. That is but right and proper. She is a lady. I was so disappointed today whoa, whoa. when you were unable to complete your description of all these fascinating devices. Did I show you the cordless pepper? Now you should not them all be seen. Uh, that pair of objects hanging on the wall. The there, salad tongs? Uh, they look almost like gloves hanging at the end of those iron chains. <laughs> they are gloves, but of a variety more strange. Come to the wall here. To you, I show them. See, you must. See, it is most ingenious. So, the iron claws. I am iron claws. With the hands of the prisoner put. May may I try them? It would all make it seem so real. But why not? Here, your hands you place inside. But no touching. Like this? Yeah. And then. You've closed them? <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Uh, oh, most 
most interesting, but uh, it's rather uncomfortable standing here against the wall with my hands chained over my head. So, if you don't mind... But that's not my bag, baby. <laughs> All you have not yet seen. I pull back the sliver so... <laughs> and slowly, slowly the stones of the oh, floor... Oh, where did the stones now? Move away. <laughs> Until you are hanging above a pit that goes down... Down into the deepest depths of the castle. <laughs> Ooh, white castle sounds good right now. Oh, it does. Until there, you shall hide. Ooh, that's me. I shall hear you. Until ready I am to pull the lever that the chains will release. And down you will go. He's reaching for it. Quick, Watson. Good work, Watson. Just in time. Hammer time. Is everything all right, Mr. Holmes? I watched the corridor as you told me. Quite all right, Schiller. Just reverse that infernal device and let's release Miss Atterbury. Oh, thank you so much. Are you all right, Miss Atterbury? Quite. <laughs> Although it was not an experience I should care to repeat. More than I can well believe that. But there's nothing wrong with your courage, madam. I believe I'd like a cup of tea. And well, a better get the fellow to the hospital, Holmes. I got him through the shoulder. Nothing fatal, but he's losing a lot of blood. Well, I will carry him, Mr. Holmes. Oh, oh, I will take them to the hospital. Tonight after the bachelor. Go ahead, Miss Atterbury. Oh, I'll you. hold the torch. I realize, Holmes, that the man was mad. The trap you set finally brought his madness out into the open, but... Uh, we'll never get it back in the box. A long shot, but a successful one. I can't understand what Langer was uh, attempting to gain. I imagine, Watson, that his mind had become twisted by his many years among his gruesome exhibits of the past. And his hatred of young Scheller, Schiller, both as a prospective son-in-law and as a successor to his own position, must have hatched this mad plot. No, I think well, it's too much it's too all ended well honest. due to your foresight, Holmes, and to your pluck, Miss Atterbury. Very good show, I must say. The Bachelor? It is a pleasure. Uh, tell me, Dr. Watson, I believe that Mr. Holmes said that you and he are leaving tomorrow morning uh, for a trip down the Rhine before your return to England. Uh... You're not by any chance going aboard the steamer Earl Kearney, are you? Well, yes, yes, we are. Oh, how very fortunate. <laughs> Miss Simpson and I are going on the same boat. Uh, so we shall all be shipmates for a delightful week. Are we oh, switching yes, boats? Yes, yes. Delightful. Um, are you a bachelor, Dr. Watson? Um, yes, I was the bachelor. Uh, yes, yes, I, I am. The Rhine scenery, they say, is most romantic. Yes, so I've heard. Uh, so I've heard. Uh, just a moment, Holmes. My, yes, Watson? Uh, my, my shoelace has come undone. You go on ahead, Miss Atterbury. We'll, we'll catch up with you in a minute. All right. Must have got a good so, look at her teeth. I say, Holmes, you take her back to the hotel. Uh, i got something else to do. What? Um, going to change our tickets, Watson? Huh? Uh, how do you know? Because all you can I thought you might be thinking of giving up the Rhine trip and getting out of Germany by the fastest train. A brilliant deduction, Holmes. Elementary, my dear Watson. Elementary. Uh, middle school, actually. Hey, this isn't... This music isn't German death metal. I want my money back, money back, money back, money back. I want my nickel back, nickel back, nickel back. I don't. Ladies... When you want your hair to look its radiant best for an important date, just do this the night before. Give your hair a 10-minute glamour bath with Ooh, cremo glamour shampoo. Bath. I, want one. I certainly agree with that, Mr. Bell. And you know, cremo shampoo is the same shampoo used by those famous beauties, the Powers Models. 
Cremel shampoo has been especially developed to glamour bathe each tiny strand of hair so that it fairly radiates natural, dazzling highlights. It leaves the hair simply gleaming with natural, glossy luster. And what's more, your hair stays that way for days. Oh, and please bear in mind that Cremel shampoo is not a soapless shampoo. It's not a cream shampoo. It's not a drying detergent. Not a harsh soap. It's entirely different. It's sick. Yes, Cremel shampoo uncovers all the natural highlights that lie concealed in every woman's hair. Yet it never dries the hair. In fact, Cremel shampoo has a built-in oil base which helps keep the hair from becoming dry or brittle. It removes dandruff flakes the first time you use it. Cremel shampoo whips up a luxuriant, active foam, even in the hardest water. It rinses out so easily and never leaves any dull, soapy film. So, ladies... Why not buy a bottle of Cremel shampoo at any drug counter and glamour bathe your hair to a vision of shining beauty like the lovely million-dollar Powers models? K-R-E-M-L. Cremel shampoo. Only burns a little. Well, Dr. Watson, I'm afraid that this will be our last visit for a while. I'm going into rehab, you see. But it's been a pleasure to be with you and our listeners for so many weeks. And I hope you've enjoyed hearing my stories of the adventures of Sherlock Holmes as much as I have telling them. I think I speak for all of us when Except I say me. that we certainly have. Yeah, oh, don't put you, words in my mouth. You know, Dr. Watson, beginning one week from today, Kreml will present a new series of programs featuring Eddie Duchin to be heard Monday, Wednesday, and Friday afternoons over the most of these ABC stations. Consult your local newspaper for the time. I'm sure that they'll be very fine programs. And before saying goodbye for the summer on behalf of Tom Conway and myself, I'd like to thank all of those whose assistance has made our weekly visits possible. Claire Wiedener of the American Broadcasting Company, Carl Hefferman, our engineer, Bill Verdier and Vic Clevoti, who so capably furnished our sound effects, Shirley Wilson, our charming script girl, Alex Steinert, who composed and conducted the music, Dennis Green and Anthony Boucher, Edith Miser and Leonard Lee, who wrote the dramatizations, and last... But not least, our producer and our director, Tom McKnight. Tonight's new Sherlock Holmes adventure was suggested by an incident in Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's story, The Final Problem. Nigel Bruce appeared by permission of Universal International Pictures. Tom Conway through the courtesy of Eagle Lion Pictures. This is Joseph Bell speaking for Cremel Hair Tonic and Cremel Shampoo and wishing you a happy and prosperous summer. ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. We hope you've enjoyed this time with our friends, Charlie and Wagner. What will happen to them in the future? Will they ever get home? Or are they destined for a life of lousy old radio dramas? Wisecracks Radio Hour is written and produced by Aaron Lindsay and Sean Rourke. Dr. Charlie is played by Aaron Lindsay. Dr. Wagner is played by Sean Rourke. Mr. Brumbles is played by Craig Underhill. And I'm your announcer, Lori Lindsay. 
please connect with us on social media. Our Twitter handle and Facebook ID is Wisecracks Radio. Our website is wisecracksradio.com. Thanks for listening and tune in next week for another exciting episode. Thank you.